Welcome to Coaching Culture, the podcast where we discuss how we can use sports and not let them use us. I'm JP Nervin, the founder of Thrive On Challenge, and the mission for this podcast is to connect leaders in athletics to help us create a transformational culture by building leadership and character. Now let's get started. All right, welcome to episode 36, Growing Emotional Intelligence with Jack Easterby, the character coach of the New England Patriots. And this is the second part in a three-part series of my conversation with Jack. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out uh, part one. That was last week's episode. There's some amazing stuff in there that you definitely don't want to miss, as well as it's just kind of today's episode kind of builds off of that. So uh, also, go to thriveonchallenge.com and be sure to subscribe to my weekly newsletter. And if you want to get today's podcast notes, in the weekly newsletter, I always send out uh, a link so you can download the notes, the podcast. That way you don't have to take notes while you're driving or running or however you listen to this podcast. Now, today's episode is the second part of my conversation with Jack, and I'm going to be answering three questions. The first one is, what is emotional intelligence? Why do we need to be intentional about developing emotional intelligence? And what are some ways that we can develop emotional intelligence? So without further ado, we're going to jump right into it. Why do you think that other other programs, I mean, because obviously the New England Patriots, they're probably one of the best sports franchises in the world, you know, hands down, um, and doing what they do. And they, they find value enough to hire you and put you on there full time. So other co- programs should probably be emulating this as well, if, if, at po- if at all possible. Well, I would say, you know, first of all, the Patriots are a phenomenal franchise. I mean, our owner is phenomenal. Our head coach is, you know, just elite, phenomenal. One of the smartest people uh, I've ever worked with uh, in leadership and in development of people, team, strategy, franchise development, all of it is just elite. I, I can't answer why other teams wouldn't do it. I could say that, you know, one of the things I think is uh prominent in our culture right now is the lack of the ability to develop uh, emotions, to to maintain uh, emotional balance within the workforce. Um, I think the ability to sustain, you know, uh, growth in an environment where cooperation is needed is directly uh, is, is, is under attack in our culture now. Um, and I think a lot of the virtual communication, the virtual world that we live in, um, in 2018, or really going back to the, the IY generation or the generation X a little bit, I think everybody has, has come to grips with the fact we communicate more electronically than we do interpersonally. And I think the reason that's such a big deal is because as you look to maintain the emotional compass of a building, whether that's football and NFL or any sport or any business, you're going to run into communication issues and emotional stability issues. And so I think my mindset, my, my, my value is that I, I just want to help those issues get, you know, get solved and get communicated as quickly as possible. So I think it's valuable. I think you'll see more people going this way. Uh, I just think you got to have somebody that is in touch with that and is willing to serve uh, the building in a special way. Yeah, so you've, you're kind of hitting at like one of my next questions for you, which is about emotional intelligence, um, which is really you know the, the crux of emotional intelligence uh, is self awareness, self management, 
social awareness and social management. And those four kind of categories you can kind of evaluate with within those four categories. How do you raise the emotional intelligence within a sporting environment? You know, because emotional intelligence, unlike IQ and unlike personality, it can grow. Um, and so how do you help grow that within the people in your organization? Yeah, well, you're hitting on a JP, you're on the cutting edge there. Of a lot of things that both we're talking about, but I think the whole culture is talking about. I think if you look at the big picture of emotional intelligence, you'll see to me, uh, it's, it's, it's very similar to a card game. You know, when life is a card game and, and when, you know, someone lays spades, you have to be able to be the spades you have. And life is governed by and is regulated by emotions. And so when there's an emotion that is expected of you, whether it's excitement before a game or frustration after a loss or sadness at a funeral or joy at a wedding, when that emotion is called out of you, or frustration is called out of you to fix an error, or patience is called out of you to be patient with an employee next to you, you have to be able to lay the appropriate card at the appropriate moment. And so in our culture currently, we just lay whatever card we want to lay and ask everybody to respond to it. And I think that creates emotional fragility or instability in the workplace. And so I see emotional intelligence as the next great field for all of the communities, uh, not just sports, but all communities that um, have been raised in the current environment because a lot of the current environment does not have emotional stability at the center of it, uh, whether that's the family dynamic or just the idea of how our emotions have been governed or some of the medicines and other things we've been on in our culture. I think we've become dependent on other things other than trying to create the right accurate card game to play um, every day, all day when our emotions are demanded of us. So I think it's the next great thing. I would say it is different than IQ. It's different than um, capacity. It's, it's different than really any of the other um, measurable to a person's life uh, because it can grow and it can mature, um, but it involves someone's intelligence to be able to understand that they have to grow and be more accurate with their emotions. And sometimes, unfortunately, it involves hurt because you have to misplace emotion in order to know the importance of placing it in the right place. And so that's kind of a hot stove thing where you put your hand on a hot stove and you pull your hand off and you go, wow, that hurts, but you don't do it again. Um, and emotionally, it's it's hard to teach that in hypothetical. So a lot of times it's the lessons that we learn along the way that make us more emotionally intelligent. So the best way to do that is honestly to create those moments for people that you lead before they happen. And that's what emotionally intelligent leaders seem to do both in sports and around the culture. So I think it's the next big wave. I think it's the next big hit. And I think you'll start seeing people address it more and more and younger and younger to try to put healthy people into work uh, and into leadership positions all across our country. You know, in, in the USA Today article, which, you know, I've, I'm kind of linking to this podcast and I know a bunch of other coaches and will have read and heard about you. They, um, they talk about how you wrote letters to players on a daily basis. Um, and I imagine that's part about relationship building. But um, what are some other type of things like that that a, a character coach would do to you know, build those relationships uh, to raise that emotional intelligence. 
Well, I think asking questions to people about specifics uh, relative to their personal situation without getting into, you know, too much information that may be uncomfortable for them, whether it was, you know, how was their day or how's their family, uh, asking questions raises emotional intelligence. I think uh, talking about events when you're in interpersonal relationships, talking about events in society that build opinions and help us govern what we would do if we were in that situation, whether it's world news or it's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, referees in sports and watching referees or watching, you know, sports center or other things that you can talk about, uh, in interpersonal relationships, uh, talking about other people's, uh, failures that have happened, uh, public failures, uh, whether it be something with, our government or something with um, a, a pro athlete or pro actor who struggled and walking through the process of those. I think, I think it's, um, it's important that our dialogue remain constant and re- remain genuine. That's what I, I tell people a lot. Mm. I think people go wrong when their, their, their contact with others is not constant and it's not genuine. If you have big breaks in your contact, with someone, it's going to be hard to make a difference in their lives. And then if it's not genuine, they're not going to listen to you. So making your contact constant and genuine and then around, learning from the world around you. I mean, life will teach you if you'll listen. You know, it just matters if you care and you get over yourself enough to listen. Life will teach you if you just listen. What a profound message to finish my conversation in today's episode with Jack. Uh, life will teach you if you just listen. I just love that. Uh, there's some other great things that I took from today's episode. The first is that idea of true mental toughness. And I think a lot of times we, when we talk about true mental toughness, we, we think of it as this abstract idea or quality, but it really is something that, is, that can be measured. It's something that, can, that exists within our brain, a fully integrated and developed brain. And Jack is one of the best in the world at being intentional about assessing that mental toughness that, and that emotional intelligence and, and, and also in developing it. And he really points out some serious issues that are growing uh, in our society, in our sporting culture, when it comes to emotional intelligence. Uh, due to technology and, and our cultural values and the messages out there, and it's manifesting itself in a variety of cultural issues. But the good news, the hope that Jack brings us, is that we can develop it. But we have to be intentional about developing it. And developing emotional intelligence, though, it requires failure. It requires learning from our experiences. As he says, life will teach you if you listen. But to really kind of work through those experiences, to work through those failures, he recommends to us that we have a constant and genuine dialogue uh, in our relationships where we're serving these people. Now, if you're looking for some more resources on how to build emotional intelligence, be sure and check out my other podcast called Culture Builders. Every episode's under three minutes. They're very short, quick-hitting podcast episodes that just give you practical tools that are developing emotional intelligence, leadership, mental toughness, evaluating your own coaching behaviors. Um, so just you can type that into iTunes or just pretty much any other podcast form there. Culture Builders is its name. And that's it for today. I appreciate you guys listening in. If you wouldn't mind, I don't really want a five-star rating. I'd rather you take the time to shoot me an email and let me know what I can do to improve this podcast. That would be far more uh, meaningful to me. And if you do want to support the podcast, please share this episode or another episode with someone that might find some value in it. Thank you and have a good one.